You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. All right, so the other day I saw one of our longtime customers post on LinkedIn. He said, for 20 years, we had people asking us for a catalog. There was always one reason or another that it wasn't really feasible. The shift in our business model changed all that, and the only reason left not to try a catalog was because I had no idea how to do it. I was lucky enough to meet a mentor who guided me through the process and gave me the confidence I needed to actually try it. So far, people really seem to like it, and it only seems appropriate that a company based around 1980s pop culture would go old school on the marketing side. Super excited for our future, thanks to this old marketing method. So Kevin also included a picture of the catalog, and normally, like I, I get some catalogs from e-com brands, and I just recycle them, but this looked incredible. It was so on brand with our site, 80stees.com, check the show notes for the link, but the catalog had so many nostalgic images on the cover. I'm talking Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, Top Gun, Nintendo, and so many more recognizable visuals from the 80s. It even said free poster inside. It just it brought me back to like my, my Newbery Comics days as a kid. I mean, who wouldn't open that? So I reached out, and I'm very thankful. Kevin Stecco is actually here with me. He's the founder of 80s Tees. Kevin, this is awesome. Thanks. Thanks for having me too, Ben. Yeah, of course. So for people that haven't been to 80s Tees, why don't you fill us in? What is the brand all about? So, uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of mentioned it with the cover, but think of the brands and the cartoons, TV shows, movies, music, uh, video games that were around in the 80s. And uh, we try to have as many of those as we can. And it's mostly officially licensed T-shirts, um, you know, in the high upper 99%. And then we have a few that are just like random quotes and stuff. But uh, for the most part, it's all pop culture based. Wow. And when did you actually start this? I started in December of 99. And um, that was on eBay, like I was getting ready for eBay and launching a Microsoft front page site. But then uh, I finally bought the domain in March of 2000. So we were uh, 80s tees on eBay starting in December 99. Wow. So you've been doing this 21 years. Yes. I feel like you are an e-commerce veteran. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if I had more ambition than selling 80s t-shirts, I could be like, you know, Jeff Bezos or something. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, it's amazing. I mean, you've seen so many shifts over the years in like platforms and tactics and marketing channels and all of that stuff. It's, it's amazing. I didn't realize how long you've been at it. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely, um, you know, we've gone from primarily being search driven to now we're primarily, um, you know, we do outreach via social media and what we're going to talk about the catalog as well. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, let's dive into the catalog. So, you know, before you launched the catalog, like what are the core channels for ADSTs that you've been you know, relying on, let's say, the last two years or so? Uh, Well, you know, we still rank pretty well in search engines, but there's no free traffic anymore. Or I shouldn't say no, but, you know, there's very little free traffic anymore because they monetize the results so much. And we don't don't do a ton of paid search. So for the most part, we're uh, pretty heavy Instagram, Facebook advertisers. Wow. And so it sounds like customers have actually over the years been asking for a catalog. Like, how many products do you offer today? Uh, right now we have over, over 10,000 like designs. So if you look at SKUs, it's into the hundreds of thousands because of all the different sizes, but yeah, 10,000 wow. designs. And do you print on demand or do you actually have that inventory? Yeah, that's, um, it's all, almost all print on demand. We have a little bit of inventory where certain styles you can't do print on demand, but, uh, for the most part, it's that way. 
That's incredible. Are you using Printful? We send like a few orders to Printful. We did some like NetGator stuff whenever the pandemic started, but for the most part, yeah. no. It's since since our stuff is officially licensed, we have to go to specific companies. Wow, super interesting. Anyways, cool. Okay, so you know, people, what you're talking to customers, and they're saying, "Hey," or you're getting inquiries, "Hey, send us a catalog." Yeah, we used to get tons of calls and emails. People wanted that physical catalog in their hands, and um, because we always had a lot of designs, and we were warehousing in the past, that just wasn't feasible. Like I couldn't send out a catalog with that represented enough of the brand to make sense, and as well as I couldn't guarantee I would have good stock levels, just because I would have some suppliers that they would make something and I could buy it until they sold out of, and then it was gone. And I might not be able to get it back. Direct Garment has pretty much changed most of my suppliers' business models so that we're almost never facing that issue. And that was the big difference why we could finally launch one. Yeah. I mean, 10,000 products, like that's no joke. And I get it now that I understand that about you guys. I didn't realize it was that high, but you know, that, that is a tough thing. You're not going to like be able to as a potential customer, get the full value just by scrolling the site. I think our attention spans aren't really there, right? Actually, when when you posted about the catalog, it kind of reminded me, I played soccer growing up and I, I can't think of the name, but there was like a catalog that came to our house every season. And like, that was a great way to just visually look through. And I remember like when my brothers would be like, oh, mom, dad, like, can we get this thing or that thing? Like it really helps and it creates more of a shared buying experience between multiple people too. So really, really smart. Uh, I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah. The cool thing is we actually are selling the catalog. People have bought it from us. Uh, <laughs> as a product on the site? As a product on the site, yeah. We're charging uh, $6.71, which is uh, kind of a random number. But <laughs> <laughs> since we had that poster, which was commissioned by like a you know a fairly famous comic book artist, people that care would know who he is. Uh, you know, like if you go to Comic-Con, you cruise like the Artist Alley, which is where the guys are signing stuff. You know, he's one of the guys that would be there. Who Who is it? Just for anyone listening. Yeah. Uh, his name is Freddie Williams II. Cool. And um, I basically gave him the concept and he ran with it. It looks really cool. We went against common catalog standard operating procedures in that typically the middle spread, which is where the book opens up to by nature, would be where you'd put your best stuff in terms of products. In our case, it's this awesome poster that we commissioned. And then uh, typically you'd want your front cover to have product, but we just wanted to have it present like a feel of, you know, what the store is going to be about. We did kind of compromise. We made like a fake tear in the bottom right corner. So it's like you could sort of see inside the book, but uh, you can't even see a full product on our cover. So I loved it. I mean, just from the picture I saw that you posted on social, it didn't feel like a catalog. It felt like a coffee table book. Yes. A lot of people have called it a magazine, which I, I've, I've taken that as a win because when we first had thought we wanted to go down this road, we really were going to go even more to the magazine side of it, less products. Some of the, my mentor convinced me that that would not be a profitable venture. So, <laughs> so I, we made it more traditional in terms of how many products and the product density, but, uh, a couple things we did differently just because I wanted it to stand out and, and people to keep it on their coffee table and never throw it away. Yeah. Incredible. So like this is your first time doing it. So you, you actually got a comic book artist to do the poster and the cover. It sounds like, uh, no, actually our, um, my creative director, he did the cover. So, yeah. okay. Okay. So the cover and then the poster was 
contracted out by that famous person. Yes. And then the layout was all done internally as well, or no? Um, I hired a freelance. Basically, she used to do one of the big ones, like I think like Crate and Barrel. Ah. She used to be the creative director for Crate and Barrel, and they're very photography heavy. So it was kind of a challenge that I issued her because I said, I'm not going to put any professional models in this book. It's going to be mostly t-shirts that aren't on people. We can ask some of our um, social media, like people who have tagged us wearing it, if they want to appear in. So we, we did integrate them, hmm. but they were, that's all real customers, no models, anything like that. And it took her a while to kind of like think about if she could take that challenge because it was so different from her, but I think she did a really good job on the layout too. Wow. And so how many pages did it end up being? 32. 32 pages. Yeah. And is it oversized? Like it looked like it might be no, a little bit bigger. It's it's like a full-size catalog, but not oversized. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Wow. Well, it's incredible to see. So have you actually shipped it out yet? We did. Yeah. It's, um, I guess we're going on like three weeks almost that it's been, you know, started trickling in about three weeks ago. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, Obviously, it must be expensive to print and ship these things. Did you send it to all your customers over the years? Just a small batch targeted? Like, how'd you pick? You know, catalog marketing is, they use similar terms to, you know, what you'd use on Facebook or whatever. Like RFM is the big thing, recency, frequency, monetary. So the people that have bought recently and how much do they buy and how often do they buy. For this one, though, we were pretty aggressive because we wanted to actually like learn and it wasn't so much about this catalog has to come out profitable Mm -hmm. necessarily. So we mailed most of the people that have ordered within the last two years. Wow. Plus a small amount of prospecting. So, um, you know, you can buy lists the same way you can do on Facebook, a lookalike audience. You can work with, um, Epsilon's one of them and some other list rental companies. And you can find out if, um, we're, we're trying to find out if we can make any money by actually renting names. Yeah, like, but for direct mail. Yes. Yeah. Names. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super interesting. Wow. So I didn't know you could do that. Lookalikes for direct mail. Pretty powerful stuff. Yep. Nice. And so it sounds like right now this is really an experiment for you. And you're, you know, obviously no one likes to think about losing all their money on an investment, but it sounds like you're not overly concerned with profitability, but I'm just curious, like, how could you track the ROI on something like a catalog? So for instance, we didn't do this because we wanted to learn more about who might respond. So we wanted to not hold back anything, but you can do like a holdout list. So say you have, you've picked through your list and you have X number of thousand people that you want to mail, you would take a percentage of them and not mail them. Because they, you know, their characteristics match whoever else you're you're mailing. Then you can look at okay, if the holdout list came back and three percent of them ordered anyway, then you can kind of take away credit for three percent of the orders of the people that did receive it because you could assume that they probably were going to order based since they were behaving similarly to the rest of the list. Got it. Got it. Okay, so that's one way to do it. I mean. Do you ever, like, inside the catalog, are there any codes or anything like that, like coupon codes that get tracked? Or Since it was the first one, I didn't want to go that way. You know, I feel like coupon codes are, um, it's like an easy win. Yeah. You know you know what I mean? Um, and I wanted to know if we could win the hard way first. <laughs> so Love it. I think in the future, we probably would do get promotional, whether it be like a free gift with purchase or something along those lines, a discount code maybe, yeah. Yeah, so it sounds like really like the way that you'll test results is just kind of looking at the list that you sent the catalog to 
and then you know checking in a couple weeks or a couple months later and seeing if you know there have been some orders from that group right exactly yeah and is that based on email address or mailing address that you're running that name and mailing yeah i don't i didn't even send the email address to the data companies actually one of them they like forbade me from doing that for like privacy reasons and stuff exactly exactly wow so any like early feeling in your gut about how it's going yeah um i mean i think that in the future we're probably going to have to like cut back and, and maybe not mail everybody, you know, maybe look at higher RFM people, you know, if they're not recent, then yeah, they better be frequent or high monetary type of thing. But I know that it's going to be like a, like a long-term play just because like, since we are advertising the catalog as a product on Facebook, people are posting pictures of it. They're saying, I couldn't believe, or I was so excited to get this. My son put the poster up on his wall like this one has some staying power and you know, the fact that they've got it two weeks ago and they're, they're posting a picture of it on our Facebook ad tells me that this isn't like, you know, when you get a standard apparel catalog and like you said, chances are it goes in a recycle bin. If you even look at it at all, maybe, but yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, that's such a good sign, Kevin. Like I, I remember when we launched our book, we kind of sent it out to people that we knew would get excited about it. And then, you pay for the shipping costs and you're like, oh, I hope it works. And then you see people posting pictures of your thing, right? Your catalog, our book. Like that was a sentiment that we was worth every dollar yeah. for us, right? Just just incredible. And I think, you know, the fact that you're already seeing that is probably a really good sign. Yeah, I think so too. And I mean, honestly, the best thing about this is that there's no algorithm that I'm beholden to. You know, we, we have the address we can create a mail piece we can ship it whenever we want the post office isn't gonna forbid us from ever logging into our account again or whatever you know take that mark zuckerberg yeah exactly exactly (laughs) that's awesome yeah good well kevin this is such a good story i'm so excited to see it you know definitely if you haven't heard of 80s tees check out the link it's in the show notes Go check them out. Uh, you'll probably find something you love. And uh, Kevin, you'll have to come on again in the future and let us know how it really went. Yeah, I'd be glad to do that. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome.